Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. So, of course, boycotts are all the rage. And it's sometimes quite funny when you see them here in South Africa saying, well, you know, that can't boycott, you can't buy Israeli tomatoes at, at Woolworths or something, even though they're grown locally. It's just the brand. It's just the, but, uh, so boycott is not necessarily always that smart. But we're also seeing some very, very strange things. McDonald's, Starbucks. I don't even understand half of these boycotts. It just seems to be a way to vent your anger, I don't know, to find a, a home for it. But, of course, what we do find is that the boycotters never seem to boycott the things that inconvenience them. I mean, if they have a stent uh, for their heart, then maybe remove it. Go and have it removed because that's an Israeli invention. Uh, what about using Waze and Google Maps? And what about your your your, your processes? Your, you know, there's so many things. Face recognition, uh, a lot of this, of course, comes from Israel. But either way, it's just a very, very strange concept. Oded Rachav is a business strategy expert. He's the founder of Dead Sea Guardians, a very, very good morning once again how are you doing good morning sir good morning i'm okay i'm yep. okay we're in a state of war indeed uh, both internal and outside we can see ignorance is spreading all over the world and um it's a plague it's a plague but uh what what i find fascinating and you mentioned it is that now that the sunlight has clarified you know between evil and good now the only thing that is uh, is left is just to decide on what side are you? Because as you said, what, what evoked here is unprecedented. All of a sudden, people are out there and they're showing their truth. Mm. So mm. as you can see, there's so many atrocities out there, unbearable atrocities, but people were silent for so many years, for so many years. But now when it, it concerns to the Jewish people and to Israel, it became very apparent. So for this, I think, so now we know where we're standing, right? This is, this is kind of the, the absurdity or the benefit of this war. All of a sudden you see it all over the world. People are all of a sudden awake. They said, Hey, this is, you know what? This is not really good. Hmm. You see it in Denmark, in Switzerland, in, in, in Sweden, in England, in France. You know, people are saying, no, these chanting of killing for the name of Allah. No, it's not really good. And the boycotting in the name of Allah, where did it come from? It's not part of our culture. It wasn't there. So what happened now? What happened when in Syria they had a war and 3,000 Palestinians were killed and nobody was, you know, nobody said a word. Now, talking back about your tomatoes and and Mm, boycotting mm. the tomatoes, come on. Even in Dubai, even in Dubai, as (laughs) the funny thing in Dubai, they presented in the front uh, desk the the produce of Israel. Amazing. So Dubai is in favor in Israel. They show their their the, what the moral values. Mm. They mm. place all the vegetables and and fruits from coming from Israel in the front and with the flags of Israel proudly. So so that's what's so, so fascinating I, I, is you've seen this turnaround. You've seen Dubai. You've seen uh, support for Israel coming from. I wouldn't say unexpected wow. places because it, it, we've seen totally. it happening, but uh, over a while, but just absolutely incredible. When, as I said earlier on, my show, on the show, Bernie Sanders standing up and saying there can't be a ceasefire, the UAE um, supporting Israel, not allowing any form of, of uh, negativity around it. it. It's just fascinating to see. Because these people know the culture. 
Okay, mm. they know that the chanting and killing and the spreading of hate and fear in the name of Allah is something that is probably wrong. Mm. And it's probably wrong. But, you, you know, the liberals and the progressive, they said, ah, you know, it's just a minority and, and they deserve to be hugged. Yesterday I saw an interview from Denmark. He said, listen, we, we, uh, we've let the uh, Palestinian come to Denmark and we hugged them and gave them so much. And, uh, yesterday they, 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 uh, uh, sent out the, the census and they said 65% of these people are now involved in some crime. So what did we do, Denmark? He was shouting in Danish. What did we do? We brought into our houses people that we knew they're on the edge and they prefer killing and, and they prefer the crime, uh, as a way of living. And we embraced it because we were kind and we were naive and it was all good. Now people are coming to their understanding that enough. This has gone way beyond the, the narrative of, of being liberal and progressive. And I fear for people like, you know, in South Africa, I watch it every now and then. I, and I told you back mm, then, I mm, love mm, South You've got Africa a connection so with South Africa, yes. I got a really connection. All my heart goes to South Africa and I see the brainwashing that goes into schools and to university. You know, people should understand that they are becoming puppets of a narrative they don't, do not belong to. How on earth does this, this narrative sneak in to your life? And what is it? Could you, could you crystallize it? So I'll tell you, I think, I'll, so I'll tell you what it, in, in? yeah, so, so I'll tell you what I think it is. Uh, to some extent, there's no one answer. I think there are many. But to some extent, South Africans are very, very good people and quite, um, tr- and uh, trusting. So if we get information here that says 500 people have been killed by Israel in a, in a, an attack on a hospital, there's no reason to doubt it because we're being, why would anybody lie to us? Because South Africans mm-hmm. are actually quite trusting as people. So we, we actually mm. swallowing and we have swallowed, not we, uh, wow. the, the South African community just has absorbed all of this. They talk about, and intelligent people are talking about Gaza being an open air concentration camp. They talk about, uh, <laughs> genocide, Israel, and they don't stop to question. They talk about apartheid <laughs> and they don't stop to say, but hold on a minute. None of this makes any sense. Where's apartheid? Where's a genocide? You don't have a population growing four times in the last couple of decades, its number, but still claim that there's a genocide. It, it, and then, and, and then they'll see the truth for a little bit and say, oh, well, maybe it was a mistake. It was all quick to, to report and only 30. I mean, not that 30 is a small number. It's still a, a lot of people, but we don't even know how many are terrorists. And so it goes. So no. South Africans are very, uh, I don't want to use the word gullible because it's a bit, it's, it's a bit dismissive, but I would say trusting. And I think that's been part of the problem. So this is the thing. They're, 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 the fact that they're so trusty is being abused. Of course. By people that say that, that mm. the, the, like the BDS, the mm. BDS has the same ideology, just like ISIS, just like Hamas, the same ideology. They want to eliminate Israel. They want no Jews on this planet. This is so simple and so clear. You know, you can't go wrong with it. Now, they add to it all the story that you, the see, you see all over. Facts, simple facts. Let's say me, myself, I'm an Israeli. I could not go into Gaza. I, have, I can never go into Gaza. I can never walk into the West Bank. Now, I, as an entrepreneur that worked with agriculture and water, 
have to work with these people or want to work with these people, but we can do it only the other way around. People from the West Bank have come to Israel. Same goes people from Gaza. We meet in Israel because if I go to Gaza or the West Bank, it's one-way ticket. And the other way, no. So I, the people from the West Bank or from Gaza come to Israel. They stay three or four days. We work together and then they go back. This is something people should understand. So when they talk about blockade and, and, and apartheid, listen, you're completely wrong. Google it. See the facts. Obviously, there's a border, but there's borders all over the planet. And there's a gate where they, when one can go in and out. The thing is, it's the other way around. I cannot go there because yeah, it's yeah. a one-way ticket. And, and, and of course, uh, you look at many of the Arab countries around Israel, um, 850,000 Jews were living there and now uh, barely a handful yes. live there because they expelled. can't, uh, because they were expelled, because they lost everything when they left. So it's just a narrative that, that maybe it's our fault. Maybe we haven't, it is. You, you know, and I know that it my is. behavior on social media has changed in the last month. I wouldn't post things that were maybe unnecessarily, in my view, confrontational. And therefore, maybe I didn't put across another, mm-hmm. the, the, the other perspective. Now I do. And now I'm, I'm quite emboldened, but, but I, because it's, it's because I feel like it's a war. But the reality is that maybe supporters of Israel have been too refined or polite in how they've dealt with this. I fully agree with you. I fully agree because we kept our eyes on creating the future. I, for myself, I was not on social media. Mm. I was working. I was too busy creating hope. I'm too busy in inventing the next tomato and cucumber. I'm too busy in creating water. This is what I actually Mm. did Mm. in South Africa. I'm too Mm. busy making life better. Whereas on the other side, there are people that are too busy doing the opposite, creating more and more havoc. Mm. And if you don't see it, I'm telling to my to these people, I don't want to lecture anymore. I don't want to explain. We've seen enough. I don't want to explain. If you don't understand evil when it's evil, yesterday I've met a friend of mine. He went. He joined on the seventh of October. He's 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 kind of my age. Mm. I can't join the army. He can. So he went. He joined his unit to identify bodies. You know, just a small story. He went there. He's like me. He's a scuba diver, a trainer. Uh, and he's, do- he's doing yoga training. This is what he does for a living. But once the, uh, the, uh, the war started, he went to, to Gaza and his duty was to identify, you know, or to rescue people or identify bodies. Just imagine. And he went mm. just, just into that war zone and he saw a car and he opened the car. He thought he saw something and he saw this young lady sitting in the car and he saw her jeans and he saw her colored t-shirt and he, he paid attention to her hands. He said she had such delicate hands she had a few rings and she had the, her nails made up but she had no head mm-hmm. her head mm-hmm. was cut off mm-hmm. now he said listen you're not prepared to this atrocities you're not prepared to this viciousness and evil the and evil, he said that violence. day we saw tens mm-hmm. and tens of people beheaded babies now you can say ah you're inventing it no it's all on footage and not on an Israeli footage the barbaric, evil Hamas took photos and presented it all over with great pride. Now you tell me, no matter what side, what side you're on, just tell me, there's good on this planet and there's utter evil. Now when you see evil, you can't go wrong. 
you cannot go wrong. When we saw these things in Rwanda between the Hutu mm. and the Tutsi, we were very, we, we were disgusted. We couldn't believe that this is, but this one here, you know, surpassed, surpassed because you see the cruelty. They baked a baby. He went to a house to find the, the, the parents and the oven was still on. They opened mm. the oven mm. and there was a baby. Now, come on, people, wake up. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? So, so what is wrong with people? Because when I, when I will post something and somebody will say, ah, oh, it's all lies. Israel, uh, used AI to, to generate the footage. Now we know, you know, so they ask you for proof. And initially I would give proof. Yes. And now I say I'm not giving you proof because we've, we've fallen for that before, uh, where exactly. we've given you proof and then you don't believe it. And then they say, exactly. There is no proof. You see, there's no proof, and, and whatever you show me is going to be AI generated anyway. And then you, you just wonder, you wonder if it's, if, if it's actually even worth having these conversations. It's not worth, it's not worth having it. First of all, the truth is out there because the Hamas, you know, placed it all over. On the, uh, in the moment they just began, well, we it's know, all over absolutely. the They were the ones it, that, uh, they did it. So, yeah. so I rest my case. Israeli rest my, uh, Israel can rest its case. Two, we owe no one explanation anymore. This is done. The, the, the thing that we have to apologize or provide explanation, that thing is done. Because when we said never again, when we said never again for the Holocaust, we simply meant never. Okay? Not again. You can eradicate and erase the word again. Never, never, ever will we go through this ordeal again. Never. And that's a promise. Yeah. So we ask no one. We apologize no one. We're going into Gaza, first and foremost, to bring back 242 hostages. 242 hostages are still there a month, a month. Babies, elders, friends of mine, they're kept citizens. They woke up. Early how the family is doing? How, how the, because these are your friends. These are people that you know that you've worked with. Uh, how, how are the, I mean, not that I, how can they be doing? But, uh, but are you in contact with the families of those? Uh, I am. And, I am. Yeah. It's like, it's how do like they get through be, each day? It's not a day, it's by the minute. It's by the hour. Mm. It's like you've dug a big hole in your heart and your heart is, is open to the sun. It's, it's, it's misery. It's misery. It's utter pain. Do they hold out the hope? only way, everyone has hope, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You can't work without hope. I, as an Israeli, you know, we say pessimism is a luxury a Jew cannot afford himself. Hmm. If I don't hold that torch up high, I can't leave the next day. We have hope, and I know, and I can tell you that the, our tomorrow will be wonderful. The whole planet, by the way, because people are waking up now. People understand that there's well, you've something woken really up. wrong. Or did you've woken up? You've been involved as a peace yeah. activist, as a uh, uh, the. This is more painful to some extent for somebody <laughs> like you, who's been involved in on the other side of. Uh, this this process to to see Definitely. this reality. Mm -hmm. I I agree, but here's the thing: I won't give up. I will still walk on the path of peace. I will still believe in human beings. In people. I will mm. still make it happen for you, for myself, for South Africa, for Israel, for people that want to see a, 
a better, brighter day. So I will, I will do my utmost to do, to, to bring it. I will do so. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. not lose my hope because of thugs, criminals, and psychotic people that are running all over the planet, by the way, everywhere, chanting for killing in the name of Allah. If your religion is something that is killing in the name of the religion, something is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. We should understand. So now universities are understanding. So my duty is to keep that torch up high. One candle can chase away darkness. I won't be intimidated by a bunch of thugs, you know, to leave my dream. My dream is to save the Dead Sea and the Jordan River for millions of people out there to enjoy nature, to mm-hmm. enjoy mm-hmm. life. Life is short. Read a book. Hug your child. Hug your neighbor. Have a nice coffee. Have a conversation. Read another book. Not the Quran. Read yeah, a book. Yeah. Read Harry Potter. Right. Ask your neighbor, how is he? How is he? Can I help you? Can we make a better today? That's the only way out there. That's the only way. I have three boys. One is volunteering with, with uh, farmers down south because, you know, the, the foreign uh, workers have left. Mm, Some mm. of them, there are 40, 40 workers from Thailand that were slaughtered with an axe. They showed it. Now you can go with AI and do all these. They were shown all over the world. People from Thailand, from Laos, just for being mm, here mm. and working in agriculture. So now my two sons are working in agriculture. My wife is volunteering also. We are all volunteering, by the way. All, all of us are volunteering. So half of the day is volunteering. Those, the family that they lost their loved one are volunteering. Those are, that are still waiting for the hostage's loved one are volunteering because you have to be active. Busy. Mm. You have mm. to create your future. And it's not the very, you know, uh, 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 far future. It's the today, this evening, the tomorrow morning, the tomorrow afternoon, the tomorrow evening. Absolutely That's how it right. goes. Absolutely right. And that is uh, that is where we leave it. Lots of messages. Carol Z saying, Howard, I love and adore this man. Uh, Unsigned says, brilliant interview. Um, and uh, thank you for that. Oded Rahav, who is uh, the a business strategy expert, is a founder of Dead Sea Guardians, talking to us about his experience about the boycott and about the misinformation that is uh, taking place uh, around the world. It is 8.56. Good morning.